Namaste. You're listening to a catalyst for your moments of mindfulness today. Whose voice is that anyway? The one going in your head, telling you what you need to do next, where you need to be, or even who you should be. Whose voice is it? That's exactly what we'll explore in this podcast episode. So I'd like to thank you for choosing to tune in with me today. And if you're new here, welcome. I look forward to guiding you closer to your heart center in this mini-sode. Before we jump into today's podcast topic, I'd first off like to acknowledge and apologize for those of you who look forward to my podcast at 11.11 every Sunday and realize that these past few weeks, I've been uploading them a bit later. They still get uploaded on Sunday. However, the 11.11 is sometimes hit or miss. And that's because since returning from vacation, I've been experimenting with a new recording schedule and I've also been using new equipment to record as well. So it's all throwing me for a bit of a learning curve, but nonetheless, I've noticed a significant increase in the output quality of my podcast episodes. So I'm very pleased to see that. And I assure you that next week, We'll be back to our regular, I'll be back to my regular schedule. Now, jumping back into it, that voice in our head. In a few of my mini cells, I've talked about how there's a voice going in our head 24 7 if we allow it and if we bring awareness to it. And the act of meditation slows racing thoughts down, which come from that voice in our mind. And that voice can be, we could be at work and thinking about a million different things at a time. What are we gonna make for dinner? How are the kids doing? What am I doing tomorrow? I can't wait to get out of here. And those are just the innocent ones that go by in our minds that we can't seem to control. And that's simply because we allow it to be as such. Personally, I started meditating just five minutes a day because I couldn't find it within myself to sit for a longer time than that. Even as a kid, when I would say my prayers in the morning, I would try to race through them as quickly as possible just so that I could get onto school. But now I've worked my meditation up to one hour. And that's not to say that my thoughts aren't racing or I'm not thinking during that time. I am, but I've become an observer of them. I think to myself, okay, these are just thoughts let them go, let them go. And then eventually that becomes a practice and a habit. And I no longer need to be telling myself that or reminding myself that it just is. And this is attainable for you too in your life to slow these racing thoughts down. But deeper than that, the thoughts that the voice that I'm bringing attention to is more than the thoughts about what you're going to have for dinner or where you're headed after work or what the kids are doing. It's the repeating stories or the beliefs that you hold about yourself, others, and the world around you at large. It's the storylines that you keep repeating to yourself that you just believe to be true, perhaps because it's convenient, because it's comfortable, because it feels safe, but maybe it's really not in the end. Maybe it is detrimental to you. So whose voice is that repeating it in your head? Is it programming from society? Is it programming from your parents, your grandparents, your family traditions? What I mean to say is that it's so important as we go about our daily lives and we become aware of our thoughts and our minds and our actions to make sure that they are all aligned with who we are and what we want out of life. 
It serves no one if you are upholding a family tradition from decades and decades or even a century ago, but it doesn't serve no value to your life today or doesn't serve you today. Now, I'm speaking about this in really general terms because it'll differ from person to person. Only you know the storylines and the rhetorics that are not serving you. And it's only you who can break out of them, who can do away with them and choose differently for yourself or yourself and your kids and your family and the world around you. Because the more you start aligning with your truth and living in your truth, you will be a better service to yourself and to the world at large. Another way we can distinguish this voice in our head or even identify this voice in our head is through our internal monologue, the way that we speak with ourselves. Now, this is a huge one. Now, you may or may not have heard a phrase that goes, your thoughts shape your reality or thoughts become things. And I truly believe in this. And what we think about really helps to shape the course of our lives, our perception of ourselves and our perception of the world around us. Because at the end of the day, you spend the most time with yourself and most of your time is spent in your head. So you've got to make sure it's a good place to be, that it's a place where it feels safe. It feels inviting. It feels healthy and it fosters a deeper connection with yourself. And once you have that, you'll be able to relate with other people in a more strong and positive way as well. So our internal monologue is basically the voice in our head that narrates everything we do or narrates everything about ourselves and the world around us. So for example, when you look into the mirror, how do you speak to yourself? What do you tell yourself? When we look into the mirror and we constantly pick apart every part of our bodies or label our bodies as being too X or not enough of Y, this rhetoric stays with us. And you start to actually believe that rather than looking in the mirror, seeing this beautiful body of yours and complimenting yourself, thanking yourself, expressing gratitude for this body because it's carried you through your entire life up until this day. Everything that you've gone through, big, small, positive, negative, life changing or just a simple task, your body is there for you and you should love it as such. And all of these thoughts stem from our internal monologue and deeper than that, our belief of ourselves. However, I believe that adjusting your internal monologue to create the reality that you actually want in your life is a step toward creating deeper change, fundamental change, changing your beliefs. Because at the end of the day, like I said, you spend the most time in your own mind. So making sure and taking care of your mind and making sure that's a good place to be is a great place to start. My friends can attest to this, where if I hear you say something negative about yourself, I stop you right there and make you, force you, wait for you to say three positive things about yourself in the next breath. And they'll also be able to tell you that I've called them out for saying, I don't know. If I ask a question or we're talking about something and they say, I don't know, I stop them and I push them deeper. And this is something that I've gotten from my mom because it's not that you don't know, it's that you don't know right now or switching that and saying, I would like to know, I want to know, 
what it is. Because chances are we use I don't know. Maybe we truly don't know. But again, just saying that I'll look it up or I'll search it up or I'll find out. Or I want to know. I want to know why this happened for me. I want to know why I am the way that I am. Saying I don't know keeps you in that place of lack and keeps you from wanting and learning more. So those are two things that I really call out in my friends and they've shared that it really does make a difference. On that note, that our soul and our innermost being doesn't know the difference between a joke and the truth. And similarly, if you make crude jokes as well about yourself or about people, once again, there's no distinguishing between a joke or if it's real. And I've also noticed this in strength training at the gym or weightlifting. Your mental state directly influences the output of your strength. I have a video where I was just learning to go heavier on my deadlift. So for those of you who are familiar, using a trap bar, it was loaded up to 155 pounds and I was going for three sets. And this was the first time I was about to lift this weight. And before stepping onto the platform, I said out loud, I was like, that's a lot. I don't know if I could do it. And sure enough, I went to go pull the weight and it didn't even lift off the ground. And rather than feeling defeated, I had a coach who believed in me and I felt that belief in myself. And I know that I've trained up to this weight and that I could do it. So I just needed to tell myself something different. I told myself I can move this weight. And within the span of a minute's rest, going to pull that weight again, I finished my three sets. And it just goes to show how our body and our lives respond to the way that we think and the way that we perceive ourselves and the world around us. So it's so important to take care of our thoughts. And now the third thing that influences the voice in our head is the media that we consume. Now, of course, social media is a very apparent and obvious influence to our mental state. And I won't go too much into social media as I have spoken about it in a few minisodes past, and we all know how important it is to disconnect from social media and be with our own minds or with our own families or with our own communities in person to really take it all in. Because what's shown through a screen can never be validated for sure. So staying true to your own journey is the key here. But another form of media that influences our the voice in our head is music. I recently had a conversation with a friend who was asking me if I heard this rapper's recent album and I hadn't. And I shared that for maybe about going on to three years now, I stopped listening to rap and hip hop and just music genres that didn't make me feel good, where the lyrics didn't really resonate with my life or what I was going through. And as such, for those years, I've now been listening to more instrumental sounds, orchestral music and music in other languages. And what I've learned from this is resonating more with the feeling that the music creates within me and how I feel after. Now, this is important for me because knowing myself, I'm a very sensitive person. I absorb people's energies a lot. I absorb the energy of my environment. And if it's not positive, it could really bring me down. It'll leave me feeling tired, lethargic, and this is something that I can talk about in another mini-sode if 
especially if others can relate to this. So I find that it's really important to listen to uplifting music or music that resonates with me. And this is not to bash the hip hop or rap community at all. There are definitely a lot of gems and the culture there is something that I truly admire and respect. So with that, my suggestion here is to engage with the media, subscribe to the medias and listen to the medias that support you and the life you live and are working to create. So overall, ask yourself, whose voice is it in your head? From the storylines that you tell yourself, the inner monologue and conversations that you have with yourself, and the media that you consume. Your inner voice is your companion. So work on creating a positive, healthy, uplifting companion that will serve you well throughout your life. And in the show notes for this segment, I will leave a few journaling prompts that will help you explore your self-talk. So please do check them out if this is of interest to you. And please do share this mini-sode with your friends, family, and loved ones who may benefit from learning more about the way that they speak to themselves and how this affects them in their daily life. I am so grateful for your support. I invite you now to take a moment of mindfulness with me and tune in to our bodies. And we do so by tuning in to our breath. Allowing your body to sink deeper into the earth beneath you, feeling safe and secure, releasing any tension from your shoulders, from your jaw, relaxing your eyes and your eyebrows, allowing your tongue to fall away from the roof of your mouth so that your face, your shoulders, and your upper body is relaxed. And allow your legs to feel heavy. And as you relax your body, notice how your breathing has slowed. Deeply inhale and exhale. And continue breathing at your own pace. And as you sit in this comfortable position, bringing awareness to yourself, Notice how external noises are becoming less apparent. The world around us seems to just have stopped as we've tuned in completely to our own selves, giving ourselves much needed attention, love, appreciation. Take this moment to express gratitude to yourself. Thank you for sitting in silence and allowing yourself to rest. Thank you for all that you do for me on a daily basis. Thank you for engaging in activities and conversations that make me feel alive. 
You've gone through so much in your life. Your body has carried you through so much. Your mind has contemplated and articulated so much throughout your life that it's gotten you to where you are today. This place where you're able to take a few minutes of your day to just be, to just reflect, and to just sit in silence and allow your body and mind to feel safe. As you bring your awareness back to the present moment, please know that these feelings, these moments are accessible to you at any time, simply by tuning into your breath, by closing your eyes and taking a few deep breaths to center yourself, to ground yourself, and to remind yourself of your power and to accept yourself as you are in this moment. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Namaste.